This episode of Movie Chatter Podcast was recorded on September 8th, 2019. We get right to the good stuff with a review of Rocket Man, an awesome movie, and Carnival Row, good show on Amazon Prime. We talk about our favorite movies from 1987, like Lethal Weapon and Adventures in Babysitting, movie news and trailers, what we've been watching, everything from more Dark Crystal to Woo Assassin, all this and so much more on this episode of Movie Chatter Podcast. From Milwaukee, it's Movie Chatter. Hey, well, it worked great last week, so, uh, you know, why don't we just... uh... And here we go. Review. We'll just jump right into it. Getting dive, right to dive it. Dive right in. Yeah. Do it, Dave. So stop <laughs> pussyfooting around. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We finally got around to seeing Rocket Man. Don sure saw did. it first. I saw it at the theater with yeah. Kathy. Long oh, time. Oh when good. It, when it came out. I had no like, idea Bill even saw it. I knew it. that. So that, that's great. I totally knew that. Kelly's the only one that's going to just be asking questions. I should have stayed up until two last night to, to fit it in, <laughs> well, but I didn't. Okay, so your lack of commitment is I, uh, a, you I know, know, it's pretty glaring. Don't kick me out, please. So we have uh, A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Rocket Man. And Rocket Man. Those are all your their latest. I mean, there's millions of them. Yeah, they're all coming out now. They they're are. all jumping on that. Well, they've been doing it forever. I Motley Crue. Motley Crue. You mean they're just trying to put I saw it a Linda Ronstadt one, although it's actually more of a documentary. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think there was one on Rush. Really? Hmm. I have to check that out. Uh, I've got to verify that. But these, like this one and Bohemian Rhapsody, are like pretty much award-worthy. I'm sure this will be up for awards. Now, mm-hmm. is this... A 2018, 2019, 2019. 2019. Is it really? Yep. I thought it came out longer than that ago. Right. right. Mm -hmm. It it does seem like it has been for a while. And I I wasn't all that enthusiastic about watching it. I was very unenthusiastic. It arrived at my house from the red box, unbeknownst to me, and I was like, okay. That can really help going into a film, though, with low expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like low expectations. Well, we had seen it just after, not too long after Bohemian Rhapsody, and we still had that in our mind. So can't help but compare. We, we definitely compared it because they are very similar in plot sure. in many ways. I thought they were actually right. me. I'm going to say I thought they were completely different movies to me. Completely different movies, but similar in that uh, he's a. A gay uh, singer that has lead a rough lead man who has a really rough childhood. Okay, <laughs> and then and then Same with rise to uh, rise to fame. Right, but how this is they done really well. Yeah, this In is fact, totally even different. At the end well, of Bohemian totally Rhapsody, where they go onto the stage. Yeah. In this one, he goes up the stairs and onto the stage. True. Right. So it's, I mean, it's, it's like they're following same, the formula. Same. Sure. Although this one is unique, and it's a little bit of a not really a spoiler, but you know the. The way that they do the movie is more fantasy, you know, and it's and it's a musical as well. Right. They go from pure straight drama 
with excellent acting to scenes that are full-on musicals with an adapted song that add to the story where people are just singing. And then there's literal, like, you know, fantasy type sequences where people start floating and and doing, like, fun stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm very picky about that and and how they handle the seams between drama Mm. and and musicality elements in the movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to hear about that. Oh, that was done well. What did you think? I would say that... uh, well, Bohemian Rhapsody, I immediately, I was definitely into this movie, but I was trying to compare it at the same time while I'm, mm-hmm. and I would say that Bohemian Rhapsody, I didn't, I didn't feel the character. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't, uh, they didn't go deep enough into his feelings. I like, I like so what you're saying there. Yes. Lack of emotional connection, we're saying I had, there. I had like none. It was just watching... A really good... Yeah. Uh, Do you think it's all this sort of like... Like sort of almost like it's in his head, the some of the fantasy sequences where it's music and it, those... Because I think those do a really good job of helping to portray scenes from his life. You know, like let's say for instance, um, the pool scene where, you know, yeah. you get a really good sense of what he, he's... What's going on in his right. head. Right, I mean... That was amazing where they, they're they taking the song and making the words mean yeah. exactly what's happening right now. Right. And they, it's not actually, if you watch extra features, it's actually, you know, they took a lot of liberties with that. So, you know, it's not necessarily that those words mean what they had you believe in the movie. Right. Like he didn't write it thinking that you know that's what sure. i initially that's what i thought like okay they he was thinking this when he wrote it right the one where he's talking about his dad for instance being a bad dad and how he fuck did he have a bad dad yeah i would actually both his Jesus. parents are pretty were pretty awful oh my mm. god that's right yeah his yeah. mom was such a the mom from uh played by dallas uh bryce dallas howard oh that's right. does a great job yeah, yeah. believe oh, yeah. it or not yeah oh fantastic they age her really well she mm-hmm. does a great english accent her father, I don't know who the father, the actor is. You wouldn't know him. Um, Stephen McIntosh plays Stanley. But Taron Edgerton. Right. I'm a bigger, way bigger Queen fan than a Elton John fan. Right. But. Yeah. What about you guys? You guys. But big... you found yourself more vested in this oh, movie. Oh, this is. Uh, the music is fantastic. I would, I would have to immediately say this is a phenomenal movie. See, I, it's, it's on my list to see, and I want to just for Taryn. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those examples of where IMDb, you need to have phonetic pronunciations of someone's name. Is <laughs> yeah. it Egerton or Egerton? Egerton. All right. Egger? I don't know. I'd I'll believe to... you. But just saying, he's, Egger. he's a talented dude. And I can tell you that I got acquainted with him through a kid's movie. Hmm. He was, was one of the lead voices in Sing. Which is oh, like a talent show, had a sure. lot of famous voices in it. And he Play. actually sang an Elton John song in that movie, and that was his like headline wow. performance. He plays Johnny. And I was so impressed with his singing. We looked him up and was like, who is this guy? I just love his voice. Yeah, I did not know that. I mean, he does sing all this music. Yeah, it's 100% him. They told him not even to, don't even try to be... Elton John. Right. They right. said that would that would throw it off if you tried to be Elton John. Mm-hmm. Just sure. sing how you can be. Just do you. And he is, he is fantastic. Right. We're watching him also right now in Dark Crystal. Yes, Age Rian. of Resistance. He's, I was going to mention. So, yeah, he plays a lead in there. 
And then he was great in uh, in the Kingsman movies. But so he's good. He's my guy. I would watch yeah. it just for him. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody for me had a bigger high at the end, whereas this thing kind of lingered mm. about three quarters of the way through, where it's just just keeps being depressed. He's Waiting just an for out, climax you know, his drug problems and all that kept <laughs> yeah. going down and down. right. I kept waiting for the happy ending and that just barely came up at the end. Yeah. So don't be prepared for this to be quite as happy as uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. But for some reason, it, I didn't get the depressingness from it. I mean, they're right. He's, he's basically an alcoholic. It basically starts with uh, a group meeting where he goes in, in full dress, you know, at the big spectacular fluffy shoulders and and sits down and starts talking about i'm elton john and i'm an alcoholic all right and then they oh yeah they basically just you know tell us about something and they just go into right into that right so they start from that and then they then they do a flashback to his really really young uh self and just his that young self was so that was one of the most fun parts yeah, you know, because he was so talented. Yeah, and you got to believe that this is true. Yeah, oh yeah, right? it's, it's it's very true. It's got to be because he's <sighs> he was in. I mean, Elton John is in the last couple scenes, like they do in a lot of these, like in Dirt, and I don't know if they did it in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, where they do the shot for shot stuff, where they'll show like the way he oh, was right. dressed. Uh, yeah, for one performance in the movie, and then they show the real life thing, and he's exactly like that. Oh my God, that's yeah. Right. I mean, down to the buttons and well, exactly. Oh, yep. he, he is really they, they do really a great accurate. job of yeah. They really push that, and of course that's so it probably is one of accurate. his amazing talents and how he was so good. Yeah, as, I didn't as a child that he went he was went to some uh, school. It's a for, famous one we've all heard of. I can't think of it now, but some famous school for really super talented. Yeah, and the snooty teacher goes, well, could you play something for us? And as he walked in, she was oh, playing this real complicated process. Classical music, yeah. Yeah, and then he walks in. And he said, I don't have anything prepared. So then he starts to copy. He plays exactly what she just played and then stopped exactly where. Right. And she goes, well, why did you stop? Well, that's as far as you got, right? Meaning that he basically mm. just learned it by listening to her yes. that one time and oh then played it God. flawlessly. Yeah. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah, talented, was, talented. Yeah, talented. Other scenes like His that. mom was like mad at him that like yeah. you never had to work for anything. As soon as you dangled your feet over the over the uh, stool to play the piano, it just came naturally. Yeah, she was she was awful. <laughs> I mean, Monster. But, but actually she was still kind of the one person in his life that uh, man, his grandma. His grandma well, was great. Kind of stuck up for him and kind of helped him out and 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 was there for him in some way. We're at eating least. candy corn. Whereas like his father <laughs> left and then I don't know started another family and you know it was one of those tragic right. things where he was. There's even a scene where he's like saying, "When will you hug me?" And then yeah. his dad says, "You know, toughen up or something like that." Right. So there's a gay thing where he's his dad doesn't like him because he's yeah. gay. I don't even know. That was, you know, no, that was, that was way they before did, that. They did not hide much of that, whereas in Bohemian Rhapsody, that was like an undercurrent for a little mm. bit. Right, that's why I think maybe you think uh, Bohemian Rhapsody might have been not as depressing. They just kind of whitewashed yes. most of the thing. It's, yeah. That's what the complaints were about it. That's why I was shocked that it won what it won last year. Yeah, this um, Jimmy really, Award or something. For best yeah, uh, best picture reel and best oh. actor, I think. Okay. I was gonna say he won too, didn't he? Yeah. I thought he did. Yeah, that... I know he was nominated, but Bucktooth fellow. Yeah, <laughs> but and, yeah, and let so me tell good. you, whatever his name is, he he really made that part real. Okay, I mean, I I still I could we could just talk about that, but we're talking Bohemian, about Rocket Man. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. 
No, I would say if I, it was a letter grade, they would be several grades apart. And to me. Well, this actually came up uh, a couple nights ago while we had a party and people more your age and a little older at the party and they had just rented Rocket Man and mm-hmm. I brought up Bohemian Rhapsody and they mm-hmm. said, no, I kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody, just a little bit better. So they're very <laughs> equal. They're very, both excellent. Uh, you know what I like about this one is that it is a musical. I yeah, think that I they, because they really do an awesome job of adapting these songs differently because they, 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 they put a different arrangement on them so that they can do them in all these different scenes. Yeah, yeah that blew my mind in the beginning of the movie where all of a sudden, you know, so, all the people that were just walking around on the street started dancing, <laughs> dancing yeah. with each other and yeah. to the song. Right. So uh, that that so is that definitely a different, different part, of element. a different angle than mm-hmm. you're going to see from Bohemian Rhapsody. And I almost thought at one point I was like, it's as though they took his song lyrics and then they wrote the movie around them because they fit so well in all the scenes that they do them in. That's I, I think what, they did. Yeah, that's kind of what I read about it. It was just verses. So okay. maybe where Bohemian Rhapsody was a little bit more of a biopic. This yeah. is a fantasy, a fantasy yeah. musical. And they said a lot of people think it's a biopic, but it isn't. It's a fantasy musical, so it's actually his songs used to express important beats in his life at emotional moments. There you go. Whoever wrote that is spot that on. Was oh, that and was Taryn. That was in an interview. Yeah. Oh, perfect. We... We kept waiting for him to play Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, you know, because that was one of our favorites. Thought, oh, maybe yeah. he'll just play it in a concert or something mm-hmm. at the end because that's one of his biggest hits. Oh, it was great. But his it, friend did, right? His friend actually sang it. The the the, the writer. The writer actually. Bernie Taupin. As he mm-hmm. was going, he begged oh, uh, Elton to, to go back to the country with him so they could, like, restart because they were both getting kind oh, of messed right. up. And he in another one of those music that was scenes, really sad. Yeah, he was saying goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, as he as he kind of pushed that guy away. Right. Oh, okay. You know, he said, like, right. "I'm going to start co- co- collaborating with other people," and then yeah. that guy kind of starts walking away. And yeah, that was cool. I didn't know that about Elton John. So that was I didn't another big either. Piece that I didn't know any not of this stuff. The only character that's singing, right? I mean, it's not just focusing on him singing right. on stage. Right. I mean, he's primarily him. There's a couple scenes that that. Don't have him singing, but primarily it is just Elton singing. Yeah. yeah, I found that fascinating that he would just come up with the tunes and then this guy puts the lyrics in. Yeah. You know, I, that's and, really a skill. Oh, yeah. For example, in the Beatles, it was uh, McCarthy that did most of the lyrics. An amazing partnership, apparently, that they yeah. had for 20 years. And you could just see Or the, McCartney. Paul McCartney, yeah. Park. Mm. You said Carthy. You got Packers, oh, Packers that, on your mind. A coach that's no longer with the Packers. <laughs> The song Your Your Song by Elton John. Oh yeah, that was really good. I got chills when the uh, when you see him creating the music to that in his bathrobe in a scene, and then it takes it all the way through to the recording of that song, and it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. that nice. was just it Me was too. just amazing Me how they too. did it. Fantastic movie. What would you give it? Fantastic movie. Um, yeah, we won't go through the whole grading system, but I would. You know, actually, before that, before I tell you, when they got to the actual song Rocket Man, I thought that was the end of the movie. Because they could end it anywhere, you know. Sure. And, oh, boy, there was sure. a lot lot left after that. Yeah, hmm. I don't remember exactly where that was in it, but I, I know it was. Remember, he, he came on stage with that baseball bat, like, in the trailer. Oh, or okay, that's right. They could have ended it there, right. right. Yeah. But uh, they no, didn't. They, so they didn't. They had me, a little bit at the end. I didn't like it. What about weak points? Any weak points? Yeah, let's go with weak. Um, 
I got one. To me, it slowed down a little bit when that, uh, about three quarters of the way through, it seems they focused a little bit too much on the bad relationship he had with his manager. Okay. Okay. uh, Who they were Sexual relationship and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like he was just going one bad relationship to another. I mean, he was even married for like eight years and to a woman. You know, but that was the truth. You know, maybe I just didn't like the truth. You know, right, I think I think that's the problem. You, yeah, they were giving us a lot of information. I liked it. It was like hmm. it wasn't, you know, just, just Bohemian a, Rhapsody just was kind of story. kind of yeah, just all well, smoothed out. This now was with, uh, a lot of detail. Uh, Freddie Mercury isn't around to approve it. Elton John actually yeah. gave a thumbs up to to this. They did mm-hmm. touch base with him. I think he was he actually he was the guy okay. that, that um, helped get it made. Oh yeah, I believe because I heard that oh. so many of the studios wanted to make it a PG thirteen movie, and he just didn't think it mm-hmm. could be done well enough that way. And I, he, I mean, oh. there's and it's not. I, I also, this is definitely definitely our almost, for sure almost well, X. And his life was, to be fair, exactly. I mean, you couldn't make it accurately. It's not almost that, right? X. Bro. Right, you'd have You're to. You're old. You, yeah. This is not almost <laughs> X. Jesus, all right, it's barely R. All right, barely R. <laughs> but there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of sex. Which is so, all true, right? All, exactly. Yeah, I know right. that he You'd was careful to. It's on not... Family Guy, too. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah, true. That's true. Um, Elton John was careful not to give any official reviews of it. Hmm. Um, but I do know that he worked directly with Taryn oh. and and watched his performances before even filming and stuff. Oh, and interesting. Actually, I watched all the extra features. Yeah. And you're kind of right. He actually didn't want to hear... He was... They were talking back and forth a lot, but mm-hmm. when, when, uh, Taryn, Taryn, he didn't want to hear anything. He was like, just do it. And then he said, don't be me. Right. Right. He, he said, don't he said, try don't, to be me. Yeah. Don't be me. Giving him like notes up until the point where he started to do the performance. But there was Maybe no, that, that way? there was no, okay. Elton just would see finished products and go, wow, it's all better than I imagined. <laughs> Thought. Yeah. Sure. He's like, yeah, they did. It's just, nice. It's just fantastic. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, I'm sure, Whoa, for sorry. an actor <laughs> to play someone that is still around and is yeah, that legendary. True. I yeah. mean, like, talk about big shoes to fill, but yeah. he's still there. He's still right. in the room. Like, right. He's, uh, he's on the set, that's probably. That's a different kind of pressure. In the shadows watching, yeah. possibly. Uh, straight A. Straight Not an A+, a plus, but it's, it is A material. A. Hmm. It's, I don't know. it's not an A minus. It's an A. It's a straight A for me. I had. Right. A, I wrote down B plus. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why. I gave uh, Bohemian a, a. The ending was a, a little plus. bit odd in that they had, you know, because they ended not to give too much of a spoiler, but a little bit of a spoiler alert here. You know, the end is kind of when he gets it to rehab. Really, the movie is focused on his rise and then his alcoholism and then kind of trying to get to some semblance of, of a real good life. And they end kind of on his beginning of uh, rehab or whatever. But then also, it's funny because they cut off of that and then they go immediately to a couple of real shots of Elton John where he where they also put up like graphics that say, Elton's been sober for 30 years. You know, so I think like Elton oh, really right. wanted to make sure that people knew this wasn't the way he was and right. he's different now. El- Elton immediately has raised $400 million for the AIDS Foundation and all this stuff. And I was like... Was that pushing him a little too much? Well, it was weird that they actually had Elton sh- showing him. I was like, why couldn't they have done that with Taryn? You know, they could have, 
you know, hmm. done a couple more scenes. Where that's the he, only part I didn't like of the movie. Where they, where they, uh, it was just that little bit of end. Yeah, that that's about it for me too. It where, took me out of it. it they should have just, they should have just rode out with Taron mm-hmm. and and had the movie over. No shots. The comparative shots would yeah. have been good during credits, right? But I didn't need to see no anything. I kind of like brought you back to a different maybe reality. that would have been better yeah during the credits to just you know yeah. dice it in there a little so, salt and pepper right. remember like in so dirt broke the story for you it, a little bit yeah mm, i was like okay. okay that's a good credit mm. uh good criticism yeah. so but otherwise straight a straight a okay fantastic right. definitely recommend good if good we're the last ones to see it probably well now i'll take it from you i still will watch it there you go how about another Ooh. and here we go A movie review. Not a movie. Not a movie. I should get one that says a TV review. <laughs> a series review. <laughs> a, net, a Netflix review. A 10-hour movie cut into 10 pieces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to have this a for sure. Series. What are you going to review? Oh, I was going to say. <clears throat> I was going to look at it. It's not Netflix. It's Amazon, it's Amazon Prime. Prime. Right, right. Oh. Carnival Row. Carnival Row. Carnival Row. So I only saw two episodes so far. We'll just I'll make this quick, but I have watched more, and I talked a little bit about it last week, and and it's and it's getting better. Hmm. It's getting better. I definitely think it is a, a super quality effort. You know, the acting is really good. Probably the best acting I've seen Orlando Bloom do in a long time. Okay, he's really gritty and cool, and he plays kind of a mysterious character that's. You think is just a uh, police inspector, but I won't give anything away. But as you get to even episode four, and you start learning the story behind it, and it's a it's a very good movie uh, or show. Um, I'm only how, how long are each ones? They're about an hour, oh, okay. so they're pretty they're pretty uh, long. How many? Ten? I think there's about ten. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit complicated. I guess the only thing would be that it's a complicated story. It's one of those where kind of like uh, dark, uh, dark crystal age of resistance uh-huh. where you got to be paying attention or you miss a lot of stuff. Gotcha. This has got like multiple storylines kind of intertwined. So you can't be just doing your laundry with this one. Well, Not, that's cool. I mean, you could, but it's, it's, uh, it's you definitely might, worth You might a miss look. some intrigue if mm-hmm. you're doing too and much Car- folding. Cara Delevingne, you know, love her in, uh, in Valerian, and she's really she's actually a pretty good actress in here playing like a, a pixie they call you know or a fairy, mm-hmm. uh, a rebel fairy. Well, she's who, got the body for it. She's a little yeah, petite. right. And they also do what's really cool about it. Also, is all the fairies they really uh, do a great job of animating their wings, and really like, good job, and and make that into like. Uh, it almost just seems really natural the way that they use them almost like a tail at some point and hmm. just the flying, the like sound it. that they uh, that they use for a sound you effect like of the them. Show. So is this wings? like a crime story, a fantasy crime story? It is a bit of a fa- fantasy crime story. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there's real violent or... Uh, yeah, I mean like, oh, okay. like, like gutted people on the ground with, oh, with rated innards. R. Oh. extremely rated r and i mean by you get uh, to episode three or four and you know cara and orlando are fully nude you get butts and boobs and they're okay. they're uh, going after it pretty good and so a lot of you know but it's not it's taste you know tastefully done or right, whatever right. so it's not excessive not or anything like that or okay. anything. right no so it's uh okay. it's done just right and 
and, and well and done well. Well, I was intrigued to begin with, so I think that'll yeah. move up a notch on mm-hmm. things I might try to watch. Yeah, I would, I would recommend it. Where have you been watching uh, it? Uh, Just wondering. Living Room? Uh, living Room. On the- okay, because I've been watching it theater, oh, full theater. Yeah. The sound is spectacular. How about when there's like a bunch of fairies all flying and they have that, that buzz? It's very good. They got heavy bass. Yeah, I You can bet. feel it. It's like a hummingbird going I by your it. head. Believable wings. Yeah, believable wings. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's Rocket Man, show. by the way, phenomenal Atmos soundtrack. Mm. Oh, um, you would hope so. It was epic. Right. Just off the regular Blu-ray, rented it at Redbox, and it was fantastic. Nice. A couple of good suggestions. All right. Another recommend. There you go. How about we go to 1987, episode 87. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about our favorite movies, or just the movies, first of all. I like to always start off with what was the top movie of 1987. That would be... The Princess Bride. No kidding. That's what? funny. Are it's you sure? still maybe one of the top movies of that year. Billy Crystal. I mean, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed just thinking about it. Yeah. Can you see that my computer there? Yes. Are you excited about what's number two? My God. Made some money. Yeah. Predator. Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I have Sometimes Predator I'm... at 10. I'm sorry. I must have a different thing here. Yeah, okay. Well, what's your source? What's your source, Dave? I have Beverly Hills Cop as... Top rated, or Are top you? grossing. Okay, well, let's go by your uh, your list because I think my list is wrong. Okay, I was gonna say I would be shocked if Princess Bride was the top grossing. Top grossing, right? It, yeah, I don't have it as top grossing. I have Beverly Hills Cop uh, two, Fatal Attraction, mm. Platoon, Three Men and a Baby, The Untouchables, Secret of My Success. That's another Michael J. Fox. He was huge at the one. time. Oh, okay, yeah, I do remember that. Uh, like as in chubby, but. Uh, those favorite was that a movies. Musical? Was Lethal Weapon on that list? Lethal Weapon is uh, on the list. It's it's number eight as far as grossing sales. At least it says it here. Yeah. Keep 65 going. Sixty-five million. Well, that makes sense if it was the first one. They don't gross as much until true, the, the popularity true. builds. Yeah, there's you know like Stakeout, which was a Richard Dreyfuss movie. That's like mm-hmm. above it at mm-hmm. seven. Witches of Eastwick, Predator, Dragnet, Dirty Dancing. I mean that's yeah. a that's a classic. Yeah. Planes, Major. trains, and automobiles. Love that. Yes, played that's it at way Thanksgiving. That movie. They always mm-hmm. play it at Thanksgiving, though. Yeah. And always then you got to get down to 14 before you get to RoboCop. No! For as far as, you know, grossing. Okay. Check out the YouTube video if you'd like to see Bill's full 24-inch RoboCop. Badass. <laughs> oh, His leg God. falls off, just like real RoboCop. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's great. What are your guys' favorite? Yeah, I, I mean, those are top well, grossing. What's what's favorite for you, Kelly? Um. Well, so ones that we haven't mentioned so far, Full Metal Jacket. That Ooh. wasn't on there at all, because I've seen that a ton. I have the Blu-ray. Good Morning Vietnam. It. There you go. Also came oh, out my Williams. God, it's early. Yeah, I mean, phenomenal <laughs> movie. And then a lot of comedies for me this yes. year. So, like, Adventures in Babysitting is Hello. one of my all-time favorites. Elizabeth Shue, I got it written down. Uh-huh. Love that movie. Overboard, ultimate classic. Go. Kurt Russell. Kurt I mean, Russell. Yeah, they just made another Kurt one. Russell. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. That's oh. actually on Netflix. You can watch super that. super funny. I mean, a little dated at this point, but it it's is. still worth watching. I mean, you It's know. perfect. It's like 10 years after Star Wars, and they're starting mm-hmm. to do the spoofs. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Um, and Rick, then Can't Rick. Buy Me Love, too, was one Can't that came out for. What's that one? 
It's Never um oh gosh, now I'm in a space on his name. It's like a classic like fish out of water, the nerd guy gets made to a cool oh, guy and then gets yeah. the girl. It's it's he like mows her lawn and then they make a deal where she's gonna pretend she's dating him and they break up just so Paula that he Abdul and um is it who I think it is? Patrick Dempsey. Patrick, Patrick Dempsey, Dempsey, yes. I mean, McDreamy. McDreamy, yeah. That's, I have, my first Dr. instinct Dreamy. was to say McDreamy, and I was like, no, let me so... think of his name. It'll come to me. Yes, but that yeah, is a good like, one. He's a baby in that movie. He but is yeah, a baby. It's, it's a good classic a kind baby. of teeny bopper. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so say a baby, Don. You guys got any favorites? Baby. A baby. Mm-hmm. A baby. I got a favorite. It would be... You know, RoboCop. For the longest time, I just love this because it was just Ugh. classic. It's tight. There's two others after that. And in fact, uh, recent actor Tealman or something, he redid. Oh, that's Robocock. right. Mm-hmm. Robocop. That Ro- too. Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> Robocop. That you have to go on the internet for that that's one. That's a different site. That's yeah, you should see the trailer website. for that one. No, Peter Weller, 1987. Ow. Love the bad guy. Uh, this is the father from the 70s show. Kurt, oh, yeah. Kurt Wood Smith. I never even knew his He's name. He's a great he, villain. He plays Clarence Boddicker, oh. who's the bad guy. And Miguel Ferrer, uh, director Paul Verhaven. I just loved his style. Mm-hmm. Also, another favorite one that he did, Starship Troopers. Oh, oh yeah. Sure, sure. And Total Recall. Yeah. Robocop was so, uh, like, fresh at the time, you know. What and is violent. he? Where is he? He's crazy. Yeah, and it was done very campy. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit on that camera. In fact, the, the beginning of the movie... I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, they have this this ad where, um, oh, somebody's about to rob you, mm-hmm. and they get trapped in the car, and then it releases poisonous gas and kills, oh, that's right. kills the people. Right. That, you know, buy, you know, Security 2000. Uh, right. It's it, it Trying works. to show the extreme that the, the yeah. society has come to. So sure. it was a little bit, you know, a little bit of a comedy edge to it, but yeah. I just love RoboCop. because little tongue-in-cheek. Breaks down the door, goes into the... To the That's dealers. your number one. I can't believe that would be yeah. your number one. Hmm. Really? My number one's really? Princess Bride, then Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, as far as favorites go. <laughs> then Lethal Weapon, which you can actually get on Hulu right now, which I was watching before I came here, which is still pretty mm-hmm. dang good. Mm-hmm. Running Man. Running Man. Ooh, yeah. with Arnold. Arnold. Arnold was... That's a fun one. Kicking it. Nobody. I can't believe how many good movies there was in 1987. Other notable... Uh, Wall per- Street perform. Oh, Wall Street was uh, sure. So you're talking Oscar winners there. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. love Wall Michael Street. Douglas. Yeah. Also, Greed. The, the Last Emperor. Thing. Yeah. Yep. That was a big one. That was a, a, an award winner. God. Lost the, Boys. The Lost Boys had a ton love of people Lost in it. Boys. Love the soundtrack yeah, too. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland is Kiefer's, a baby. Oh yeah. It was a Lost Boys soundtrack that I used to play at my bar. Corey Feldman's in that one. Corey mm. Haim. By the way, I'm play- I'm wearing, because in 1987 I opened that bar. Oh, uh, wow. So this is the name of the bar, After 10. Meet Me After 10. So, meet Me After 10, that was the... I love it. Yeah. There used to be a lot of those t-shirts going around. Yep, yep. So, uh, man. How about you, Don? What's your favorite? Street. One of 87? Well, like I said, Princess Bride favorite. Um, I got... We've already kind of gone through all my favorites. Lethal Weapon, I think, is still quality. Okay, which one? which one would you watch right now if you could watch... Um, I'd say Princess Bride. Really? Wow. Okay. I mean, because I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Maybe just because I, I'd like to. I mean, I, okay. none of these I would really... Again, I'm not a... Yeah. I'm, 
if you like rom-coms, it's up there with the most classic ever. Yeah. And it's it's Very completely cool. effective still now. Not one yeah. one bit of like downgrading it for time past. No, right, cuz it's cuz it's, you know, historic it's like a a period piece. Right. So, you know, even it's though not it's dated. Right, it's not dated that way. People and, used to uh, quote lines from the movie. Oh yeah. Oh, I quote Billy, lines Billy from that movie is, all the time. She's terrific in there. <laughs> How about ever remember the the movie Less Than Zero? That no. was uh, 1987. Mm. No. That, that is one. a very, very young Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Um, what was playing, that about? Um, that is about, uh, it's also got uh, James Spader and Andrew, Ma- Andrew McCarthy. Oh. And Andrew McCarthy, they're all friends uh, living in, the Bever- in Beverly Hills in the 80s. And it's, a, it's thought of as like a breakout uh, performance by Robert Downey Jr. That's kind of the one that kind of got him on the map. Oh, you know, okay. Before that, it was... Uh, uh, you know, he's doing Has, Rodney Dangerfield movies. Also, Christian Bale had a movie in 1987. Yeah, Under the Sun. Empire Un- of the I, Sun. Em- Empire of the mm-hmm. Sun. Yep. There you go. Yeah, he was very young. John Malkovich. And I love That's a good any movie. Any of these movies been on the poll? Have any of them been on the poll? Plane Trains and Automobiles, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. It's a challenge. I would say that one or Full Metal Jacket. I would have to have a toss-up. It would be my mm. favorite movies. Really? Yeah. What about Full Metal Jacket do you like? Because uh, I'm from the Army. You know, military, you always favor military stuff, so. Platoon, we just talked about that a while ago. Wasn't that last week? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was. Think it was. Yeah, Beverly, there's a lot of good movies. And like you said, a lot of comedies. Yeah. Tons of good comedies. Like you said, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. I mean, that was fun at the time. Three Men and a Baby. You know, Baby. I would, I would yeah. never watch that again, but that was huge. <laughs> it was a huge movie. Right. It was like the number two grocer. Oh, sure. Predator. Sure. Predator. Original Predator, yeah. Good stuff. Love that. Still today, that's that that would hold out. Kelly, you were two years old. Which one did you... Well, it's funny because I guess... Ten years later. When, yeah, right. When you started to watch movies, any of these... Yeah, and I mean, there's tons of these that I've seen, you know, millions of times, which mm-hmm. those would probably be Princess Bride, number one, but also Overboard and Adventures yeah. in Babysitting are like the ones All that right. I just, you know, I could recite them to you right now and those are classics sure. i mean they just redid overboard so it must have been good if they're if they waited you know 30 years or whatever and then made another one yeah classic. that's a classic. classic i would watch adventures in babysitting mm-hmm. i would it and was so fun it's very dated but now that's what makes it even more entertaining yeah, yeah right right yeah you know it's the 80s yeah it's actually got a 78 percent rotten tomatoes rating. and elizabeth she was just such oh. a beautiful girl she she is. And she's still beautiful now. In the boys. They're yes. somehow trying to escape something, and they go into a Chicago blues thing. Yes. And they, she, she the just baby she starts singing the blues, blues on stage. Mm-hmm. Very funny scene. Oh, yeah. A lot of action. Classic. Mm-hmm. Anything right. else from you, Dave? I think that's it. Movie Shadow News. news i don't have much i have uh what do you got yeah hey, i've got some news from twitter oh i don't really do a lot on twitter because it's very uh negative corrosive broad- w- w- where is that that's me sorry i don't know <laughs> okay i just, just bumped a, a screen plugging a cable network over um, there or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i actually you know like tweeted at itty oh. itsy bitsy 
Uh, yeah. The the lead actress. Um, you gave her a rave review. Yeah. Elizabeth Roberts. Elizabeth Roberts, and then the director also. Cool. Mikhail Dugallo, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I got got a response. Got responses from them That's from real people. Wow. They were very excited. That is so, so cool. And when, then, when and people then you of, see on the screen. Of course, the power of the podcast. I know who at least goes to our webpage and oh. watches stuff. Is that cool. So, West Hollywood. Somebody was Somebody from West out. Hollywood. There oh, you yeah. go. There they you probably go. saw fun, it. Fun, fun. One of those people, and then they're like, hey. Hey, let's check it out. Who's talking to me? So, that's good. Some goofball from Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, she's phenomenal. You know, I knew she was... A very small star. I mean, uh-huh. actress. Very small. Like, and like as in, like just starting. Just starting. Mm-hmm. Hasn't done much. Actually, she has a lot, lot of stuff. I looked at her, her IMDb page. Mm-hmm. Tons. It's got it's got tons, but I'm sure it's very small. This right. is probably her big Guest breakout actress. thing. Yeah, lead role. Lead role. Sure. I saw her and, uh, trailer in one comedy where she's the girl next door. She moves up actually. She's a renter on the second floor of this guy who's a little melancholy, and she's all happy, and it's a romantic comedy. Okay. Look kind of good, so that's something you can rent. Hmm. Yeah, it's nice to follow someone. It's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, you're, really cool. You're going to follow someone young. Ooh. See if their career up. takes off, sure. you know? There you go. You're I hope in, it does. You're in on the ground floor. But that's all I have for movie news. I got nothing this week. Hmm. Uh, I got a little bit. Okay. Um, how about uh, Hulu and MGM have acquired the rights to the book sequel to Handmaid's Tale called mm. The Testaments. And it picks up 15 what? years after the ending of the original. So all you that have seen that show. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, you haven't watched it. You've watched I've a little bit, I've watched parts right? of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Looks interesting. I mean, it's typical. I mean, it's a big success for Hulu, so I'm sure that makes it's Carrie Ann Moss is the, you know, oh, is that right? I mean, you know, she's, she's the, the jewel. jewel. So if she's not in it, I don't know. I don't well, know if I'll I'm, be. It's like Walking Dead. Once you get you get Fear the Walking Dead, you know, yeah. it starts. You digress too much. Yeah, it. You know, it starts diluting it. Gotcha. Uh, Grace and Frankie, the seventh season will be the last one. Thank oh, God. there's going to be another one? There's a seventh season, awesome. but that's going to be the last. Well, I'm yeah, looking so. forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. I love that show. Impressive show. Yes. Um, and then so. Tomb Raider, that's going to be a sequel in uh, 2021. Yeah, I, I did see that. I did yeah, see that's, that. And uh, she, we're watching Alicia Vick, Vicklander. Oh, good. In, you just uh, said it right. In the Dark Crystal, she plays Mira, does the voice acting uh, for Mira in there. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's good. A um, couple of fun trailers. Have you seen the trailer for Jojo Rabbit? Yes. I have. That's the uh, Nazi film. I Anti-hate comedy about Hitler youth, Nazis, <laughs> and human compassion. I don't know well, how that's going to go over. I have seen that. That looks okay. crazy. And you know who plays Hitler in it is the director from Thor Ragnarok. Taka Watiti. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for doing that pronunciation, Dave. Jumped right on that. Another unpronounced. <laughs> he's very uh, recognizable. He's he's like he a is. director. It's like Quentin Tarantino. Sure. Yeah. You can pick him out. He's very unique. Yep. Right, and he's yep. he's so animated too. Right. He's great at, in this in the trailer. I mean, what kind of director? Like, oh, I'll play Hitler. <laughs> right? I mean, 
he's he technically is like a figment of an imagination. He's not really there. Okay, right. he's, okay. he's the, the young boys, uh, you know, like his imaginary Inner voice, kind of his imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. He just has Hitler as an imaginary friend. Scarlett Johansson as a Jew protecting single mom. Um, <laughs> that's what she plays in there, but looks really great. Sam Rockwell. Um, Ooh, is in there him. as uh, a leader and instructor of the Hitler Youth. That might get me to be to see this movie. And Sam then, Rockwell is so good. And then if you watch the trailer, you see Rebel Wilson in a funny scene. You know Rebel Wilson, the <laughs> sure. Australian actress. The hustle. She has a funny line in there. She's like, "Who wants to burn some books?" You know. <laughs> and, then, and then all the kids. You know, it's like it's like camp for Nazis, and I, they're just right. making fun of it. And I like trying to take yeah. on taboo subjects like that and, yeah. and making people laugh. I don't it's know. I like uh, it. It's been, been a few years. It's plenty. Yeah, it's, there's it's, been enough yeah. time. We can. <laughs> you hopefully shouldn't have the too soon, but I mean, it's it's taking a different angle on something. It, mm-hmm. it reminded me a little bit of a flavor um, of like a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, for sure. Moonrise Kingdom was one of my there favorites of his. Oh, kind of that yeah. same like Boy Scout like being yeah. serious, oh, yes. but it's right. hilarious. I kind of. See that. Right. I love that movie. So Boy Scouts. I, I like the flavor, and I love the the cast. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, a yep. lot of lot of good people in there. Uh, Bad Boys for Life, that is a new trailer. I have trailer not for seen like, that. It didn't sound exciting to me. What do you think? I think it looks oh, just okay. Lots What's of the same stuff. Cool stunts, cool cars, one-liners, amazing scenery, but very, if you mean if you've is seen... Is this a follow-up of Bad Boys? It is. Oh. You know, it's not, I think it's the third one. I think there was two other ones, you know, yes. and they, and... Uh, yeah, it has so a, a very strong cult following. So. Right, right. So people will see it. It's mm-hmm. it's a Definitely. it's a franchise. It doesn't look like it's anything you know monumental. Watching the the uh, um, Charlie's Angels uh, trailer again, that actually looks better the second time watching that. Mm, I've only seen, seen it one that? time. I'm no, telling once. you, I've, it's Elizabeth Banks' stamp on it, and yeah. that's why it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It could be better I than I right. thought it was. Mm-hmm. That looks. I mean, she's good. in it, but she's also like screenplay and directing too. Yeah, right. Have so. yeah. you seen Brightburn? It's going to be tight. I didn't see it. It's going to be entertaining. I mean, if you like I her so, as much though. as it sounds like you like her, you I know. see Brightburn. That red box. Oh, she plays the mom in there. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's of... she's capable of anything thrown at her. Well, I adore she her. Played the corporate manager of the boys, the superhero series. Uh, no, I think you're That's mixing Elizabeth you're Shoe. mixing her with Elizabeth Shue. Oh, who did, oh they I'm look sorry. very similar. They do. Oh gosh, yes, of course, of course. She's the one that was in all the uh, Pitch Perfect. So, uh, yes, she okay. was. Yeah, yep. she was the announcer. She's like the commentator. She is hilarious. Gotcha. Yep. Was Judge. she Walk of Shame also? Walk of Shame. What a great movie. That's a fun I one. Have it. you seen Walk of Shame? No. That's when she's she plays like a. Like a TV, like a, a local news uh, person right. who ends up uh, walking home after a date. Uh, and then, I don't know, for some reason, the entire movie is her trying to get back to the studio without being seen. This rings a bell. Uh, I think heard as of she's it. walking around in a, you know, people are making fun of the dress she's wearing and stuff like that. Right, she has oh, really, funny, like, funny. ultra slutty kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And she, yeah, like, her friend said, do you want to wear this or do you want to wear, like, the... And somehow she's end up... Risque yeah. clothes. Yeah, she's a bad side of town. But that's a... But she's good. She's really good. Very she's funny. always good. Yeah. Like her. Uh, Birds of Prey, do you see that teaser Ooh, trailer? Have not. Margot, Margot Robbie's kind of, like, doing an MTV ad with a bat in her hand and kicking yeah. ass, but to music. Oh man, cool, that's gonna be cool. that's gonna be excellent. Who's uh, is Ian McGregor in there? I think he plays this is uh, like a villain. Just like only her. 
Oh, okay. oh that might be the first. Are you sure it's not the first one? Because okay. I remember the first one being oh, maybe, kind of like that. Okay, maybe okay. that was the first this one. Is, there's a second one out now, but it's still very much just a teaser trailer. I'm not going to watch those. I'm trying to watch looks less good, trailers. Avoid that. Like yeah. Ad Astra, mm. nothing. I mean, my I put my ears, you know, fingers in the ears, and blah, 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 blah. I will not. Well, watch and they it. haven't been showing that much either. The, the the trailer seems to be the same. Good. Well, that's variation. a good sign. Yeah, that's good control. Yeah. Uh, anybody watch The Crown? They're going to come up with the seventh season now. Uh, Netflix. Oh no, fourth season. Oh, fourth I, season. I think mm. I know what you're going to say. Gillian Anderson. Yeah. In the advertisement, they show her right next to Margaret Thatcher. Except for the hair. And that's who she's they playing. They have the same face. Wow. Same, you know, oh, she's, very you know, cool. Gillian's a little older now, and right. I'm sure they're going to do her hair. She will look like a clone of Margaret Thatcher. Oh, that's cool. cool. So that's coming out. That's a quality cool. show. Quality, quality. Yeah. yeah. If I had more time in my life, I mean, right. there'd be so I many the more first things season. that I watch. A lot of people are. Did you yeah. watch the first season? No, but I, I, know, I know the show you're talking about. The first it season was the awesome. best, I thought. It kind yeah. of dropped off. Okay. It always is, right? Yeah. It always is. They released the official top-grossing movies of the summer list oh, because really? now Labor Day has oh, wrapped, so oh, it's an official summer wrap is done. on summer. But I'll what have you know that they're talking John Wick 3 is the biggest winner. Wow. Because it, it made it into number 10. Squeaked right in on that list with what? by far the lowest budget. Oh, wow. How about that? And only $75 million budget, and it grossed 321 Whoa. Oh, that's making money. That is... Uh, Shout out to Keanu. Keanu. That is the man, Keanu. You know, and in that same vein, I was reading a little bit about Keanu because then I just got on the trail. Mm-hmm. But you know the part he played in Always Be My Maybe? Yes. He didn't even get paid for that. No He just way. heard about it and was like, that sounds hilarious. Ugh. And he flew in on a red eye and just wow. like did it in a day for wow. just, just because. <laughs> yeah, that cool. sounds about Love right. that guy. That Love sounds him. about right. Oh, oh man. Cool. And he's the highlight of the movie. Right? Or, or one yeah. of them at least. What about the new Matrix? Yeah, we Why? mentioned that. Uh, we mentioned it a little while I, ago. That, oh, did it, we? that it's been that it's on. It's coming. It's back. happening. It's okay. been green lighted. Oh yeah. yes, remember I hope he's still. I didn't know that the sisters were former oh, that's, brothers. That's right. That, that's right. Because yeah. we mentioned that, and they're <laughs> the, now the sisters. Yes. I wonder if uh, brothers are now. You know, sisters. he's hot as heck right now. Hot as heck. Is he going to be still smoking when the new Matrix comes out? I think so. I think he can pull it I think it so, yeah. He's and becoming a guy that's going to hang on for a long yeah, career. Yeah, well, and, and Bill and Ted Bill and Ted's, back, too. Yeah, that's being redone. Did you know that, Dave? I do. Of course. Of course you did. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. we love Keanu. Anything else on that list? Do you, do you have any more from that the top grossing list? Yeah, so you want to hear it? Sure. Yeah. Avengers Endgame, number one, of course. Of number course. Two, number two is Lion King. Okay. Followed oh. by Spider-Man. Okay. Toy yes. Story coming in at four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aladdin is five. I should have been listening to wow. the numbers here. Six is Hobbs and Shaw. Really interesting. Yeah, did, which again, like they made six hundred and eighty-four million, but they also had a two hundred million dollar budget. Actually, I heard yeah. something about Hobbs and Shaw, which it may break the record, which I'm not who I'm not sure it's held by, but the lowest U.S. gross. Compared oh. to you know the 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 ratio mm. to oh, a, a huge big number worldwide, but U.S. gross it's very low. It's like a mm. hundred something. Interesting. Well, I loved it. It's not going to win any Academy Awards, but it was <laughs> the best popcorn movie I've seen in a long I'm gonna time. I'm going to watch yeah. it for sure. I just Love it. that's what I'm going to save for 
Redbox. Right. Yeah. It'll be a great Friday night rental. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Get the popcorn going. Um, so it kind of goes downhill a little bit. Number seven, Detective Pikachu. There you go. Number eight, Secret Life of Pets 2. Okay. Uh, nine, Godzilla. Oh, oh yeah. Three and five. John Wick 3. There you go. All movies that are big, like you say, popcorn movies. That's the way it always works. You There's know, still a few. 20 years Difference in grossing. So Avengers Endgame number one, 2.79 billion. Oh my God. Gosh. Billion. And John Wick 3, 321 million. Wow. <laughs> Didn't even reach the decimal point of, of mm-hmm. uh, Avengers Endgame. But again, it's interesting to look at the budget of these movies. True, yeah, right. It's 75. a return on an it, investment kind of conversation. Yeah, True. on Endgame, what was, does it say the budget? I don't have that okay. information sure, in front of me. But I was going to say, I, I guarantee you it was, I bet you know. You a billion. Yeah, quadruple the budget well, and of then, John Wick. You know, and easily. they never ever add in, like, advertising on, in those budgets, too. Right. You know, which I'm sure Endgame is just a fortune. Because mm-hmm. that's right. all they do is just advertise. It's like Primer. Remember Primer? That yes. little movie? Yeah, I mean, that cost, I think, mm. seven grand to make, and it made 750000 Right. So the okay. ratio. Right. Or uh, a lot of them had that. Yeah, that's as far as bang that, for your buck. Right. That's how a lot of these better. directors get, get in. They make these little independent ones. For Blair Witch Project. That, there you go. That was like super low. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it made... Like 7.5 million. That was one of those word of mouth things that just mm-hmm. spread. It was, yeah. So, what you've been watching, mm. fellas and females? Female, uh, I can let's be a see. Fella. Well, That's you, fine. All right, you're <laughs> one of the guys. She's just one of the guys. John, yeah. you said you watched some Woo Assassin. I finished that. Oh, nice. And I also finished uh, Better Than Us. Um, oh, sure. Ooh, okay. I watched the first one of Better Than Us. We, we talked wanted a little bit to about start last... watching that, but mm-hmm. we didn't. All right. Well, I better, like the trailer. Uh, better than us. It's you know the first three, like so many, are are good. Mm-hmm. I literally skipped some of the middle ones and skipped to the end. Oh, really? And okay. it was still fine. You, 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 okay. Okay. Didn't miss still, much of the story. No, you really because gotcha. they're just creeping along. Yeah, and, you know I so you can you know do the first three and then skip the last four maybe. However much time it, you it have. wasn't <laughs> it wasn't too bad, but it it does pitter out. Okay. A little bit. And Woo it, assassin. Ooh, assassin! I this looked that is, up. That that to me, when I that is a just a you know martial arts kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. right? But it was so good the first two, and they had amazing cinematography. They've got great music, um, everything. It's, it's super good. What? Oh, I, we were just keep hitting the table. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, we're, we're, not, we're trying no, to be very ex- expressive. People are just turning it off <laughs> right now. The lead. So the lead guy, Iko. Uas or something. Uh-huh. He's uh, from Indonesia. He uses silat, which is a traditional martial art. Okay. Okay. And he seems like he's not really an actor. He seemed like he was just put in there. He's like a regular guy that, that does it. Hmm. And everybody else is still very, very good. So if you watch the first two of Wu Assassin, you can just hang it up. It's okay. I watched the whole thing. Like so many of these, it pittered out a little bit. But yeah. I'd still give it like a B minus all the way through. But the hmm. first two, A. Hmm. Really? Excellent. So I recommend that. Yeah. What else? Hubba. Hubba, hubba. Hubba, hubba, hubba. And I'm the one straddling a leg here. So. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to work on that noise. <laughs> Just stop touching the table. There you yeah. go. There you go. It's like, you know, the rules that your mom had. Yeah, don't, don't touch n- the Keep the your table. elbows off the table yeah. while you're yeah. eating. Keep them in your lap. Yeah, all you need is your mouth. 
So we're less noisy. What have you been watching, Don? Uh, I watched Men in Black International last night. Yeah, how was yeah. it? And? Did you fall and asleep? Not as bad as you think. Did you look okay. at your phone? I, did you, did you I did not fall asleep. Look no. at your phone? Um, I looked at my phone a little bit. Okay. I looked at my phone a little bit. But I was kind of excited about it initially um and then didn't see it like i do with most movies uh, it didn't I, do very well it did not do very well yeah. and it was incredibly uh poorly rated or reviewed yeah, right. yeah. um and it, i think some of the reasons are some bad cgi oh. there's some bad cgi in it you know and that takes you out of it a little bit how are those um, two as a duo that's what i care pretty about. darn good yeah okay. if you like if you like chris helmsworth I and do. tessa thompson i do tessa yep, thompson. they still have good chemistry like I they like did her. in thor ragnarok and so they're fun and if you like that kind of movie if you like men in black movies as a franchise Type of formula yeah it, it's a worthy franchise okay. i would say you know um they do some fun stuff in there um, just cut some corners on effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like bad. And that needs effects. I mean, it's it all about effects. Right. Yeah. It's it's huge effects. There's some stuff that's good. There's some stuff that's not. Um, you know, it's got uh, other big actors in it. But, you know, it's it. I can see why people didn't like it. It's, the story is nothing new. But uh, for... Is it very funny? It's mildly funny. Right. Um, I can't think of the actor's name, but I don't know if you remember the trailers. There's a little... Small alien who appears to be wearing like a red helmet and a suit. He's about <laughs> this tall and green. He's uh, voice acted by um, the lead in The Big Sick. As uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, he's an Indian actor. Indian I can't guy. remember his name, right. but uh, but he's really <laughs> kind of funny. funny in there too, okay. right? So, okay. so you got Sounds those three. I would good. say a C. I would say a C, and I'll stop talking about it because it's not uh, worth any more. All right. Okay, good, good. You'd never watch it again. <laughs> uh, probably not. But, okay. you know, if you've got nothing else to watch and you have a, a wide variety of people, it would probably appeal to most people. What, right. you, what have you been watching, Kelly? Well, Anybody? I watched more Dark Crystal. Ooh. Of course. And I'm, I'm taking that in slowly because I'm going to be devastated when it's over. Three? Four. Oh, you're so I got four. An, Yep, I'm through episode four. This is the analogy I'm going to come up with. Okay. Yeah. This is like if Endgame was a movie in the 80s mm-hmm. that you guys loved like years and years and years ago and, and loved it. And now they came out with the series that is the rest of the Avengers movies. Yeah. That's get, what this is like. Oh, I, I totally get okay, what you're saying. Okay, kind of backwards. Right, right. It's like if you were to see Endgame, and then now they came out with a series telling you the backstory of how they got there. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's basically cool. the equivalent of Ooh, the story. that makes it more interesting to mm-hmm. me. So, and it's so interesting because they're filling in so many blanks, and they had such creative liberty, and they're really doing a great job with taking advantage of that. Hmm. That's so excellent. The excellent. story's awesome. The effects just keep getting better and better. Yeah. I'm thrilled. The story thrilled is, it. and you're through four now? Yep. yep. How many are there? Ten, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I, I also finished four, and uh, it is. It's uh, very exciting, and, the, and the, the effects, like you said, are getting even better. Um, you know, for me, it's another complicated story, so you right. are such a super fan of it. You know that initial story, you know, so well that all of this stuff is probably you just you're just loving every moment of right. it because everything it is makes like, a oh. big difference in how yeah. you take this in. Right, for so sure. you definitely want to. I would say definitely see the 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 movie first, it's, and then and then see this. But yeah, you know, it, it's oh, really? it's a quality, super quality effort that is not going to be recreated. In a long time, no, and I just ever. I keep I keep getting more and more impressed with with how they are doing homage to the original mm. while still 
you know, maximizing the potential with current yeah. technology and effects. It's like it it's was just amazing. One of those things where it it helped them realize their original vision by right. doing it another thirty years later. This is what later. Jim Henson wished it could right. have been. Exactly. And he, you know, didn't have those tools at his disposal, but. It's just awesome. And yeah. it, it, and they could have done this all CGI, but it would have been totally different. There we go. It's your huge it's belly keep on. <laughs> my I, 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 I think here. that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. All right. I need to draw a circle. How, how about you, I Bill? What you been watching, Bill? <laughs> well, like I say, the, the Wu Assassin was Yeah, he already was watched. Great. You did. Did. Oh, you yeah. did. You did. Replicas with, we're talking about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, What'd you think? I thought it was a little bit too the the idea was good but like you could write down what was going to happen oh uh, so again it was this, terrible his his family's <laughs> going like, to die and he, he's going to bring them back by mm. so it's just so convenient that at the company that he works at where he's inventing this uh, oh you retain the person's brain you know yeah, yeah. right that it's, kind of a thing which uh i think there was a movie with arnold schwarzenegger that did something like that too it was, total but, recall no no, no. Uh, okay. Never yes, mind. Never right. Mind. That that was there. But anyway, um, too convenient that this guy that he's working with, the same guy, uh, Thomas Middleditch, who does the Verizon Verizon commercials. Okay. Right. Yeah. He he's like he's a terrible his kids, ca- terrible cast. But he's also, by the way, invented how to clone. And uh, yeah, it's just a project. But he just too miraculously reclones his entire family. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. And it's I, I thought it was a little weird that he I, I don't want to spoil the plot. No, it's okay. But I, I like small parts about it where Okay. You know, I like they just probably had no budget, no time, no Okay. It was too much. I like the kind of fact that he was kind of having to do it, you know, we're gonna get caught, like they're gonna figure out that we've been like it's a company. Okay. So like it's like basically like if we were to like take all the stone, you oh, know, okay. like, oh, someone's going to find out that we have all the stone. Like they've been just like, embezzling, I don't care. Stealing. Yeah. Kind of embezzling these bodies out to yeah. clone them. Ah. You know, that little aspect right there was kind of cool. Yeah. But. Interesting idea. If you love Keanu Reeves, I would, I would watch it, but it's awful. Yeah, it's probably one you could. You hated that movie. You I could, thought. you could make fun of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Terrible. Sometimes it's fun to watch a bad movie every now and then. What have I been watching? I've been watching a movie that I think I'm not done with it. Mm. But I think maybe if I get everybody to watch it, we could talk about it next week. Amazon Prime, Under the Silver Lake. Ooh, never even heard of it. Really? Haven't even heard about it. Not on my radar. Wow, I'm going to um, look it up right now as you describe it. It is, who is the, that utter, lead there? I typed utter. Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. Okay, oh. the old Spider-Man. And there's a funny scene. Okay, I'll just, you know. Don't spoil it if you want us to watch it. Okay. Andrew Garfield is on a couch. I didn't like him as Spider-Man, by the okay, way. Okay, but anyway, he wakes up. <laughs> it's not as good as He, he wakes up and there's a Spider-Man Sorry. comic book on his coffee table. And oh. he, he grabs it. Uh. He has some stuff on his hand. And, and he he's trying to it. shake <laughs> shake it off. Oh, aren't they just That's funny. like he's like it's grip, you it's know. A fun little uh-huh. nod to his Spider-Man world. But it is an interesting movie about it's kind of druggy. Hmm. Okay. Where I think they're trying to 
For the by, viewer by, or the plot? What do we? No, doing? for for the uh, for the for the viewer. You need to be on drugs. Yeah. To see yeah, what are we talking about? And I've I've only watched half of this. Is this on Prime? It's on Prime, and okay. I think with the camera work, they're trying to, mm-hmm. um, as like Midsummer did, which you, nobody has seen yet except for me. They try to let you experience sure. what it's like to Drinking. be like a little hazy or whatever. Nuance and, that experience. Yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. Mm. But it's one of these kind of weird, not very good reviewed movie that it's holding my attention. Hmm. Okay. Get, can and I give I'm, you a synopsis of it? Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll help uh, increase the uh, desire to see it. Okay. It's a comedy, crime, drama, mystery, thriller. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Holy cow. What, what is, is it not? What is it not? <laughs> Horror? I, I don't think it's not it's, horror. Okay. okay. Uh, Sam, a disenchanted young man, finds a mysterious woman swimming in his in the pool at his apartment one night. The next morning, she disappears. Sam sets off across L.A. to find her. Along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy far more bizarre. There you go. Hmm. So I'm I'm kind of waiting. I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> that did not do me much. There, there's a lot of buildup. I'm expecting some kind of mystery. I'm kind of okay. thinking that this is kind of like... It's a surreal uh, quest. Uh, what is that movie? Blue Velvet. It has like oh. that kind of feel, oh. you know? Oh, now you got me. That's another yeah. movie that held my attention just by the like WTF factor. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. Where you're like, I, I got to get to the end know, to see what am yeah. I... <laughs> just watch a little bit. I'm only in yeah. about an hour. It's two hours and 10 Ooh, or 20 minutes all right. long. Investment. Yeah. But just try it out. There's lots of gratuitous sex and nudity. Well, that'll in hold it. my so right. Bill, you'll <laughs> Bill's on board. Down. Yeah, <laughs> the kind you'd, you'd prefer. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I didn't see any male nudity. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Title are. again, one more time. Under the Silver Lake. Okay. Did watch uh, Godzilla oh, no. finally. Oh, how is on, it on, on, on the awesome screen? Yeah, it's fabulous. Is it? Is it, it is. So much like I expected. Mm. Are you, you know, coming the, to grips with the newest one now? And yeah, I, I really learning like to it. love it. I'm, like I'm, you should. I'm learning to love it properly. Yeah, definitely. as one of your children. It, it is. Yep. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask about uh, cutting the cord. Ooh, oh, do it. Oh, oh, let's stop. Yeah. stop. Stop the the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. because uh, we're exploring because our, our the price just keeps going up on cable. Mm-hmm. They're raising it forty bucks. I read an article where they're going. You know, you used to be able to call them and say, hey, you're raising my price. You know, yeah. I'm going to quit. Oh, well, we'll give you some free showtime it... or something. Now they just go, goodbye. Hope you like streaming. Right. Bye-bye. Yeah. So they have to. Their they stock have to now. went up 36% spectrum. So they're doing fine with huh. just raising their price. It's just screwing everybody. So we looked at AT&T. They've got, we're going to be able to raise our internet rate, same price, going from 100 MPS to 1,000. Okay. And... Just keep an eye on that. Make sure they don't start well, you off and then drop yeah. you. Oh, no, after a certain they amount do of... raise it afterwards, I'm sure. Uh, then also, uh, I want to do like you you guys have done, where you get rid of cable because that's like 125 a month. And is that what you have now? Is cable cable? Yeah. So we satellite? tried it today. I hitched up the antenna, mm-hmm. and my God, the view is perfect. I mean. High definition. Looks like if you great. just have an antenna in the back of your that's fancy we, new. That's what we have. Yeah, that's all I did. What kind of antenna do you guys have? Uh, we don't use an antenna. We we do Hulu uh, with local broadcasting. Oh, I so got they you. stream us uh, the local stuff. I don't know how it happens. 
I just have a magic a Hulu thing plugged into my TV, and I get all oh, the local channels. So that's like instead of using Roku or Apple TV, you use Hulu. Hulu, right? And how much is that a month? It's sixty dollars a month for oh, 60 a including month. live TV. Well, and that includes okay. a lot of other perks. It like, does. Um, you it can does. record and playback shows. Yes, and stuff yes, like that. exactly. So it's very. It's like near. It's as close as you can get to a real like old-fashioned um, mm-hmm. cable or something like that because you can record, which is the way I only watch things. I can't, I mean, yep. unless it's like live uh, sporting event, I I'm, I'm almost never watch something live. Mm-hmm. Who does anymore? Right. Oh, you know, so okay. it's a good way to do that. So on the other end of the Hulu spectrum, I have like the most basic package of Hulu, which is only mm-hmm. nine bucks a month or something. Okay. Okay. You can still watch anything on demand, Yes. With a small bit of commercials. Yeah. I don't use Hulu enough to have making that jump because I do other things. We have Netflix and we have Prime. But... I don't like the commercials. There are way too many commercials. If you do Hulu Live, it's annoying. I mean, I watch more commercials now in the last six months or whenever we started this than I have in forever. You know, they put a little little clock in the corner that says uh, fast forward. No, it says says ninety seconds, and then that's our advantage to cable because we're still full cable. Mm -hmm. We pay I don't know two thousand a month for everything we have, and um, but we DVR everything and burn every commercial out. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's yep. nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're up to about 205 a month. There you go. That's crazy. Yeah, we yeah. pay a fraction of that for all the a la carte stuff. And like I said, Hulu is the only mm-hmm. one we're really on diet because I don't use it very much. Yeah. So I just haven't like upgraded it more. But we also have the antenna. So yeah. that's what kind of how an antenna do you have? I'm gonna have to defer to my husband on that one. I is it like outside or? No, no, it's just hooked up right into our TV. We keep it in the window for the best possible I reception. I heard if you put it in the mm-hmm. in the window. But that's how he watches like Packers games and and sure. stuff that's you know live on. I'll TV. give you a tip so, on what antenna to buy later. Yeah. But okay, I, I don't know it off. It is impressive how much you can get through an antenna. Well, we never, ever turn on the TV anymore because we're always on, like, watching our streaming, right? Right. But the other day, since there was a Packers game on, we switched over to TV, and I was shocked at how many channels we get. Yeah, just for free. So. There's a lot out there. Worth exploring. All right. I recommend it. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. By the way, the AT&T uh, thousand, it's all on fiber. Ooh. So you, oh. you're Just getting a, a direct difference. line. It doesn't go up and down. With no your buffering. Strength. I heard yeah. fiber is good for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. You should use that as For a, you and your viewing Makes experience. everything smooth. Okay. <laughs> Keeps everything regular. Come out all right. No more buffering in your mm-hmm. bowels. <laughs> where, where are those sheets down? You're supposed to be reading me some sheets. Oh. Oh, Come on, give, me, give it to me. I am just to be fun. Just to be fun. I'm always talking. Oh, yeah. Check out moviechatterpodcast.com. There's a lot of good stuff there. Check out, uh, if you want to talk to us, send an email to Dave at moviechatterpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Dave's always got good pictures on on the Insta. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else? Um, Check out our YouTube channel. Get on there, subscribe. Every, pretty much every uh, episode of the podcast is on there. Um, they're getting better, you know, <laughs> slowly but surely. Honing our craft. A couple of fun ones on there, uh, and uh, that's about it. Awesome. Love to hear from anybody. For really? sure. 1988 next week, or Ooh. 
or are we done? Nobody saw It Chapter 2. I'm going to see it. So, yeah, we got to see if yeah. all the, the negative hype is right, all the positive go. hype is wrong. Maybe they've lowered our expectations enough. I may, I may watch it that. tomorrow. I may watch it tomorrow. Right. I'm on a second shift for a Ooh, week. Ooh, yeah. Crazy. That'll be weird. Four to four, possibly, shift. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yes. Wow. I couldn't pass it up. They Cash said, money. They yeah. said straight double time. So I was like, hey. I'll do that. Right. Gotta do it. Got me. So you'd be watching movies during the afternoon. Yeah. After a nap. We burned through that, that theme again. Dang it. Just can't but, shut up. Hey, you know what? There was one more little thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, terrific. You know how you a far. movie yeah. or something like that, you know, when you're a kid, mm-hmm. you say, this is the greatest movie Right. Ever. Nothing will ever beat this. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, think young. Sure. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. And um, I don't know. I haven't heard this song for a long time, but it reminds me of a movie. And this song, Jane, hmm. is from my really like little youth. Okay. I think this is 19. I have no, no idea. idea. I have no idea when I heard it. But I can remember proclaiming out loud <laughs> in my little bedroom where we, where we had our two beds Shout together to that this is the best song ever and there will never be a song <laughs> better than this. Love so it. the Just got a glimpse into Dave's head. Hey. You know, RoboCop, Bill at the time probably yeah. said best I, movie I was in ever. eighth grade and I heard Layla. For the first time. Okay. Mm. Layla. Just that's like this goes Jane. Yeah. I, oh my God. That's such a great song. Mm-hmm. This oh. still is a good song. And Jane's a great song too. And now I've been yeah. listening to this since I've found it again. But the first time I heard it, like that's while I'm welding good. the other day, I was like getting all goose pimply. Going, oh. oh my God. This, oh. it may be the best song ever. Oh, it's still right. good. Well, all that's right. good. because good. I love it. Yeah. Song. It's funny when it's the opposite way. I don't, I can't think of an example, but something right. when you're, when you when you're like, oh, this is mind. the best thing. And then you hadn't seen it. And now it's like, oh wow, that's really, right. you're really like, I was disappointing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? Well, that's it. Hey. All right. All right. Good enough. Over and out. That's a wrap. Over and out. See Always boys. fun. Later. Movie Chatter Rewind. Yeah, just to wrap it up, Rocket Man, everyone that saw it gave a big A+. Great soundtrack, acting, Oscar bait. Carnival Road, Don says, don't miss it. It's on Amazon. Complex, you got to sit and watch it. But Very violent, R, but gave it a 10. Robocop from 1987, that was one of my favorites. Uh, Don loved Lethal Weapon, Princess Bride. Kelly was on board with Overboard. And with Goldie Hawn and Adventures in Babysitting with Elizabeth Shue. Dave said, thumbs up to Full Metal Jacket. Don said, eh, I better have a lot of popcorn and uh, Men in Black. C. Kelly, big thumbs up for Dark Crystal. Dave says, Rent Godzilla plus Replicas. I said, eh, I might as well pass on that. That's a wrap.